T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And the Jets could be stuck holding nothing. Daniel Jones is more valuable to the New York Jets than he is to the New York Giants. Brandon Tierney. To me, the Yankees have significantly more questions than the Mets do, but the Yankees have a significantly easier path to October. Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. This guy's just going to really make it weird, isn't he? He's just going to make it weird for us. It's not going to be easy with Rodgers, that's for sure. What's happening? 10 3 on the fan. How's everybody doing today? Tiki and Tierney show. I am completely convinced He's going to play. <laughs> of course I'm, he's going to play. I'm, okay. There's a million, 150 million reasons why he's going to play. Is that what's left on his deal? Whatever it Just is. There's about. a ton of money yeah. left on his deal. He's playing football, BT. We I'm know that. I'm also completely convinced that he is reconciled within that he's got to move on from Green Bay. It feels like it. It sounds that way a it. bit, but boy, this is a little, a little weird. BT. Aubrey... Marcus, a holistic healer. Mm, that's Aaron Rodgers' new best friend. Uh, it's his it, buddy. It's not Pat McAfee any longer. Uh, it's, it's not Aubrey. Rappaport, not Schefter. <laughs> it's, it's Aubrey Marcus. It's Aubrey Marcus. Look, we remember this, BT, back in 2000, was it 10? Yes, 2010. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember. But I knew it was profound. And it even has a wiki page now. It was called The Decision. You remember The Decision? Yeah. LeBron James making a decision him. up in Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, it was uh, Greenwich, I believe, the Boys uh, and Girls Club in Connecticut. Uh, he, I don't think it was as far up in Bristol, but it was definitely Connecticut. It was, yeah, definitely you. up in Connecticut. Yep. Um, he was going to determine where his future was going to be, playing basketball. And there were some charity components to it. So while it was corny and stupid, albeit innovative at the time, at least it had some utility for somebody else other than LeBron James. And he decided, I'm taking my talents down to Miami. And we all kind of just like, oh, come on, LeBron. Rolled your eyes. Good luck winning all the championships. The one, two, not one, not two, not three, not, not 25. But it was LeBron James. And it was kind of unique. This Aaron Rodgers situation is the decision only worse. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to play for maybe two years. And Aaron Rodgers has this passive-aggressive, I don't care if you care, but I'm going to make it make you care because I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'm, I care about myself and this is my life, but I'm going to talk about it even though I want it to be private. It, why in the world the New York Jets and Jet fans and the Jet organization and the Jet locker room would sign up for this kind of drama, I am beyond understanding. I just don't get it. Why for two seasons, maybe. Now, he'll be great. 
Of course, on the field. I mean, well, what is you, you just answered your question. But why? But dot, why? Dot, dot, dot. He'll be but great. Why? Okay, you're going to get a blip, and then you're going to hit a throw, and it's going to be so low and so disappointing, and you're going to have earned it because you clamored so much for a guy who is only caring about himself. Period. I get it. I get that Aaron Rodgers is a great player. If he's here, we'll be. It'll be interesting. But mm-hmm. all of this other stuff that is bound to come. Is it's to me? It's not worth it. There's something to cohesion, and 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 a team that Aaron Rodgers just doesn't seem to fit for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna take my chances. I mean, listen, I'm too deep into the pool. I'm soaking wet. I'm, I'm not getting out now. I get it. He's odd. You didn't even put the bathing suit on yet. Yeah, give me some floaties. <laughs> exactly. so we're gonna be drowning soon with this guy. He's not indicated that he's coming here. He's not indicated that I agree with he that. wants to be a jet. Uh, you but have he no also idea. you just you just got a pipe dream right now. I, I gotta play this out. I have to I owe it to I'm answering this and I'm looking at this from the perspective of ownership and from the general manager. Mm-hmm. I owe it to ourselves, meaning the Jets organization, and I owe it to our fans to see this out i understand it might not be on the timeline that everybody wants although there's got to be a drop dead date and i told you we'll get an answer soon and this was the this was the start to the answer he's not going to drag this out we'll play the cut for you he talked about when brett Favre came here he's not going to do that he's got his decision now he wants to string it out a few more days i he wants to but be why? the top because, but well he's a little self-absorbed i'll give you that what athlete is it? Tom Brady wasn't all these years. What quarterback into his mid forties? But what quarterback? No, Tom, Tom Brady retired, then he unretired. Yeah, At least yeah. Aaron Rodgers is still active. Tom Brady. What do you mean from when he left the Patriots? Tom Brady last offseason retired and yeah. then said, "No, yeah. I'm actually going to I, unretire." I, I, I think, they and were, we were okay with that. I think Why? Because Tom Brady's just no, a just little think, more forceful, no, a little less weird. No, so what? No, I think there were other issues going on. <laughs> we all know what they were. Not, and it's it, yes, it's his divorce, but it's the other stuff as well. I think there was a reason that he came out, came back from that retirement. But that's that's not that's not this conversation. The conversation with Tom Brady is that he went to Tampa and he won a Super Bowl. So no matter what happened in the subsequent couple of years, yeah. it was worth it. Well, give Aaron Rodgers a chance to win a Super Bowl here. Why do you think I'm playing this stupid game? <laughs> Trust me, Tiki, if I had my wishes, Zach Wilson would be the guy. You know, the guy that they drafted a couple of years ago who I, looked uh, pretty good when he walked across stage. At this point, I almost he got am, the Jets hat. I'm almost more willing to give Zach Wilson the chance oh, to stop that Rogers. nonsense. Let me ask you a serious question. That's I, a, that's by, a by, joke, the way, by the way, I know it is. <laughs> I, I, I give you this. It's not ideal. I give you that. You know, I'm not trying to obscure that fact. It's not ideal. He's not young. He's not. He has not come across as incredibly emotionally reliable the last year or two, maybe even three. Uh, these are all things that I say, yep, Tiki's right. And those dissenting voices about Rodgers coming to the Jets, you're right. I'm not trying to fight that. But I need an answer until before I check out. And he's not rendered an answer yet. Yeah, he has it. He's and the it, best option, and that's it. But to me, this feels like he's trying so hard to make this about him. And I think for a team that is that is growing, or at least trying to grow into a consistently good program, an organization that's trying to shed this label of the same old Jets, whatever that means in your interpretation of the same old Jets, they're trying to find consistent relevancy and a crowded AFC, but even in just a, an, an NFL world. 
And to bring this type of enigma, yeah, it's that's a good word because mm. you know it's going to be good at moments, but it's also going to be really distracting at other moments. See, I don't is really that, agree is, with that. Is that worth it for two years? But why is it going to? Uh, boy, we've had this conversation for a while, but. Why is it going to be distracting? I, I wanted a, a, like a tangible answer. Because of if he What's does, gonna be if, the he, actual if problem? he does all of these things that he's been doing from Pat McAfee show where he's talking about his team and his mm-hmm. teammates and everything else for an organization that's not used to it in a major media market where it's it's going to generate tons and tons of comments and opinions and interpretations. I just I feel like it's. It's it's going to be disruptive to what they're trying to do, what they're trying to build. And it's funny because when you think about the other options for Aaron Rodgers outside of Green Bay, because I agree with you, BT, I think he's leaving Green Bay now. I Before yesterday, I would have said I think he's probably going to stay at Green Bay. But after the finality, which he kind of spoke, it kind of feels like he's leaving Green Bay. But that's the end of the story. We're going to play it for you in a minute, yeah. by the way, if you guys haven't heard it. So. The Raiders, and you're hearing Josh McDaniels, who is being prudent, maybe for the first time as a head coach, saying, I need somebody that's going to be here for a long time and that I can mold and they can buy in. And that's likely not Aaron Rodgers. That's why Peter King said he that the Raiders are likely out on Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. But I, I think the bigger story is that general managers and teams, owners are starting to say, is it really worth Bringing in, he's an all-time great, mm-hmm. but is it really worth bringing in Aaron Rodgers with all that comes with him? Yes, on field, it'll be fine, we think. But is it worth it? Okay. And that's a that's a serious question that I think organizations have to answer right now. I agree, but the answer is different for the organizations based on the circumstances of the different organizations. Number one, not every organization's GM and head coach are battling for their lives. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, not every organization is trying to rehab a kid who's been a colossal disappointment bust as the second overall pick. Not every team uh, is is trying to you know separate themselves from as tortured a past yeah. as any team in any sport by, in North America. And by the way, all those scenario or all those situations that you gave they're yeah. unique to one team in the NFL. That's what I'm Period. saying. Yeah, Period. I mean, th- th- listen. Now the Raiders they they've been tortured to an extent for sure, but they don't have a you know some young kid who just mm-hmm. bombed after uh, two years of doing absolutely nothing, and yeah. you invested everything in him. You know, McDaniel's is going into year number two. It's different than going into year number three. They got rid of their GM. I mean, they, my, my, Mike Mayock's gone. They've mm-hmm. already kind of you know flipped the cart there. So I, I get it. I get the resistance. I do. I do. I do. But I guess I'm just here for the pain. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's what it comes down to. I guess I I am willing to 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 try to circumvent the years of torture uh, and the years of disconnect. I view this as not only a Band-Aid, which I do, uh, but again, a Band-Aid implies negative because a Band-Aid's a temporary mm-hmm. clot. But it is going to be. It is, but sometimes, sometimes Band-Aids are good if they're a bridge to something good as well. And again, you know what I'm about to say. Take the words out of my mouth. I'm not giving up on who. Mm-hmm. Zach. Yes. yes. And everybody else does not give me the chance. Derek Carr, Zach gone. And every, you guys could think that I'm nuts, that I'm still holding on to this hope that Zach Wilson can be salvaged. I believe that. You want me to get on the air and lie? Mm-hmm. 
I might be dead wrong. Mm, you're gonna die on your shield on that. I'm one. going to, and I don't like to die. I don't listen, a lot of hills. I, I you know, I, I've, I've gotten less stubborn as I've gotten older, yeah. and I'm not as willing to die on dumb hills. Understood. But I'm sorry. I, I, I it's just I'm, I'm not. I'm not throwing the kid to the side. I'm not. And the only way I could do that is if I bring Aaron Rodgers here. Oh yeah. By the way, who's also the best option of anybody out there in the NFL? Anybody. He better in Corey. He's better than everybody. So to me, I don't understand what the confusion is. I don't understand what the angst is. Well, it's if I'm the Jet fan who's going to, I'm going to be the one who's going to go through this emotionally, and I'm okay with it. Why is the Giant fan so worried about this? I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying I don't understand why the Jet fan, why the Jet organization, why Woody Johnson or or whoever Robert Sala, who's going to have to coach this guy, and uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who probably knows him, so it's a little bit different with Nathaniel Hackett. Why you would want the the, the potential distraction? Because you want to win. I mean, there's so because you want to win. That's the answer. So it's it's so it's binary. It's yes. It's you win with Aaron Rodgers. Or you you don't want Aaron Rodgers because you're worried about the the distraction and the other stuff that that could come with having Aaron Rodgers here because he really has become a me me guy. I never thought that Aaron Rodgers was that guy. I always thought it was always about the team. Remember the whole relaxed thing? It was always we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna find a way to get it done. But last the last couple of years, and maybe it's because he got pissed off because they drafted Jordan Love, uh, Jordan Love in the first round instead of getting a wide receiver, he started to become a me guy. And it, it was it culminated every Tuesday or whatever day he went on with Pat McAfee. He, he, it, he had to be the focal point. Even when they weren't good, we were talking about Aaron. It was always about him. It was never about the team. It, it, he got criticized by, by Gronk. Because he says, yeah, I think I can still win an MVP. Okay, forget the MVP. He was asked that question, by the way. He was asked, what, what level it. can he individually still play at? Yes. So he answered the question. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Gronk, by the way, Gronk, enough. I play, I retire. I, I, so Gronk, suddenly the moral compass but for those who are fully no, invested but I, but, in their career? But by the way, I agreed with him. I agreed with Why the hell do you care about winning MVP? He was asked a question. Okay, I don't care. I know you could deflect to the team. You I, deflect, I know what you're saying You push to your team I, 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 unless I you're that. worried about yourself. And quarterbacks... I mean, why can't you be worried about both? Don't you think if you win the MVP, because your it never be works? Kick ass? It never works. It never works. It never works. Russell Wilson became overly obsessed with himself. He doesn't have fifty percent of the talent Aaron Rodgers but has. But he's a damn good quarterback. He ain't and as good as Rodgers, and he's, got a and he's not even close. And he's been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers because of the been. team around them. It because doesn't matter. The, but you no, know, it does. It though. does. The team. That's matters. why he wants out of Green but Bay. The team matters. Russell Wilson started focusing on himself, and it and it led immediately. To his demise immediately, and I, for some reason, Aaron Rodgers has become a me guy, and I don't know if I love that for the New York Jets. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Uh, friends at Town Fair, mind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So he spoke, didn't say a whole lot. We interpret. Gary, Mount Sinai. What's going on, Gar? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Dude, what's up, Gary? What's up? Um, listen, I'd like, to play the, I'd like to play the devil's advocate here. Since uh, Rogers came out of his magic mushroom retreat, and on his podcast, he stated that, you know, within a week, he'd make the decision and let the, you know, field know what's going on. Listen, Carr's going to have a second interview this week with the Jets. Yep. Tell me something. If he decided to come to the Jets, and he knew Carr was going in for his second interview with the Jets, which hopefully they would make an offer after the second.
second interview or else they wouldn't be calling him back for a second interview. Mm -hmm. Do you think he really wants to come to the Jets? Do you think he would lose that opportunity to come to the Jets knowing that Carr's going to have his second interview and the Jets offer Carr the job? Do you think they're going to renege on that contract? If a week and a half later, no, you know, he decides no. to come back and no. say, yeah, I want to go. Well, I don't think the they're the going to make that offer. I, I'm less convinced that, that they're going to do that. The Jets are, are this deep into the into the process of of evaluating Rodgers' future that they're going to get the definitive answer before they do anything. Mm-hmm. That's I've seen it like that from day one. And they're really I've said that from day and one. And they're willing to risk losing the opportunity yeah. with Derek Carr. And so am I, by the way. Derek Carr is good. Derek Carr is not great. So let's not not overstate who Derek Carr is. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I don't know what the good comparison would be. Say, like, two young pitching aces were on the market, right? Like, uh, take, take I'll just take take a young Cole and let's take a young Scherzer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cole, obviously Cole's younger than Scherzer. But take Cole three, four years ago and take Scherzer five years ago. And they're both out there. Okay, if you're going to risk losing both, that's a different set of set of circumstances. But if it's a young Cole and a Chris Bassett, I mean, Derek Carr is slightly better than Chris Bassett, but you get the point. There's an appreciable drop-off from Rodgers to Carr. So it's a different evaluation, and there's a different level of patience with Aaron Rodgers, or at least there should be, and I think that there is. I think everything the Jets have done or have not done you know, validates what I just said. That That's what they're doing. Their playbook is so open. It's so transparent, and I agree with it. Justin's in Patterson. What's going on, Justin? How are you, pal? Hey, guys. How are you doing? All right. Tiki, loved watching you play for the Giants. You were Thank my you, favorite brother. player growing up. I appreciate that. Uh, Brandon, let me give you a comparison. You could shoot it down right away, but there's a quarterback who never won a playoff game, always had terrible defenses, and then he gets traded, and he's a Super Bowl champion. That's Matthew Stafford. Yep. I'm not saying he's Matthew Stafford, but I think if you put Derek Carr in the right situation, uh, he can win a playoff game. Because the idea, he hasn't won a playoff game, yes. Mm-hmm. But look at look at what's been around him in his best year. He was also injured for that playoff run. I think, I understand why you go all in for Rodgers. Uh, I get that uh, argument. But okay. I do think Derek Carr's better than people have given credit for him, and he's never had a top twenty defense in his whole career. Yeah, I remember saying that three weeks ago, and that's that's been repeated yeah, a lot. And then the, I, and I then agree the statistics with, what, with the special teams graded out from oh, from right. EPA. It's the worst ever over the last nine years. Thirty second over the last nine years for Derek Carr. So you're right about that. I, I, look, it's interesting, Justin, because the Matthew Stafford comparison is a great one. Everybody knew that Matthew Stafford was a Good quarterback. Maybe not an elite quarterback. He was always hurt. He, he, bad uh, defenses around him. Had one or two superstars on offense. But it, in our minds, we kept saying, okay, he can be really great. He can make the Pro Bowl. He can be an all-pro. Whatever. He's never winning a championship until he had the right team around him. So Derek Carr could be like Matt Stafford. He's, man, he may, might not be as good as Matt Stafford, but with the Jets and the talent that they have on the team and the the acumen of, of team building that you that you have with Joe Douglas, it almost lifts him. Just like the Los Angeles Rams lifted Matthew Stafford and put him in position to be elite. The Jets could be that for Derek Carr. And that's that I'd rather bet on that than bet on the enigma, to use your word, that Aaron Rodgers has become. 877-337-6666. I think this is the most fascinating game of chicken. Very compelling. 
uh, that we've seen in a long time here. Someone's blinking first. Somebody's flinching. Whether it's Douglas, whether it's Carr, whether it's Rodgers, somebody is going to realize that the timing is no longer on their side. Who is it going to be? I don't think it's going to be the Jets. I don't. 877-337-6666. So, yep, I'm still all in. You heard Tiki's point of view. Where do you guys stand? We'll get back to your calls. And we'll play the audio as well from the podcast so you can determine more uh, and exactly hear what Roger said. Tiki and Tierney right here on The Fan. Get the discussion started. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Ten twenty-seven. It is uh, busy, busy, and it's an interesting start to the day here because Aaron Rodgers said a lot of words, didn't necessarily provide a ton of substance. We're left to interpret, and that's what we're doing. Um, it's uh, you know, it's still a little murky. And what did you say? What were you just tell me before we came back? Break that. Brandon Marshall. Brandon posted, what? Marshall. People are speculating whether or not Brandon Marshall, who played with Aaron for a little bit, um, kind of spoiled retirement talks. Brandon Marshall just posted this on this on it. I'm just reading this from someone else. You, me, personally, you're my favorite quarterback ever. Favorite. Aaron Rodgers, congratulations on a phenomenal career. That's what Brandon Marshall wrote on Instagram to and about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Not that that means anything. All right. And it could just be him interpreting like we're interpreting Except looking at it the other way, we're saying Aaron Rodgers is likely to keep playing. He's saying, sounds like Aaron Rodgers is retired. He's comfortable, at peace, as as he said on the Aubrey, um, what's his last name? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Marcus. Aubrey Marcus podcast. Aubrey Marcus. I really, I found, this is Aaron Rodgers' quote, I found a really nice sweetness and comfort in the reality that I was sitting in that day, which was retirement, and, and what that would look like. So 
Okay. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. I still think he is. I think. Listen. I think what's happened is that he it finally got through his thick head that he's no longer calling all the shots with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guten Kunst has hammered that home the last day or so at the combine. Yep. You know, expressing complete trust in Jordan Love. Uh, what's best for the Packers? Not so much about uh, individuals. Yep. So, and by the way, he needs to do that. He has I agree to. with that. He cannot be held hostage yep. by Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And like he has for the last couple of years been held hostage by Aaron Rodgers. Yes. So I think that that, along with Rodgers probably internally knowing or feeling it's time to move on a little bit, that's going to lead to him being okay with playing somewhere. This is just my interpretation. could be mm-hmm. totally wrong. Him playing somewhere else. And, of course, when you look at the teams that would be in the market for somebody who's 39 and must win now, uh, it's a very short list. The Jets are clearly at the top. You want to throw the Raiders there as well? Okay. Maybe if the Packers ever acquiesced and traded him in the NFC, maybe that opens it up to the Niners, maybe another team or two. Uh, but the Jet, if he's playing, and he's playing elsewhere, we know the Jets are at the front of the line, and uh, and they're not backing off, and they shouldn't. Because everybody that's worried about Derek Carr signing elsewhere or Derek Carr's feelings getting damaged because they were chasing Aaron Rodgers first, Derek Carr is no dummy. Derek mm-hmm. Carr is still going to do what's best for Derek Carr. He should. And, absolutely. But if Derek Carr views, like, I understand it's easy to look at it this way because there is ego, there is human emotion, and everybody processes things differently. And when we're scorned or when we're put second, uh, sometimes we process that in a way that uh, we kind of fight back rather mm-hmm. than accept it, right? So Derek Carr, very, very well, he's, he's capable of, of, of doing this, saying, all right, it's obvious they want Rodgers first, they want me second. I'm not playing that. I'm good enough for me to dictate where I'm going. Screw you, Jets, I'm out. Of course that could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Because the Jets are one of the few teams coming with a ton of money for Derek Carr if they have to. And he's no dummy, and he knows that. But, uh, yeah, this is an interesting morning. 877-337-6666. Let's go up to the Bronx, say what's up to John on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. Hello, Johnny. Hey, what's going on, bud? What's up, man? Hey, so listen, love the show, but I I, got to take umbrage with you, BT. Unfortunately, this is why most of us Jeff fans that I know and I speak to has nothing to do with the compensation. I'm going to take all those concerns or or, or comments off the table. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. If this thing goes through, you've now changed a four-year window with your team, and you've narrowed it down to a one-year, possibly two-year with Aaron Rodgers. And then you've got to start all over again. We're not the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> this isn't basketball. You got to, If you don't finish this thing in four years, you know the turnover. You've got to pay everybody, right? You now have kids on this team that can ball, flat-out ball. We still have to fix the offensive line. You still got to pay Williams. You still got to fix the linebacking core. And then you still have that four-year window. If you go all in on Rodgers right now, you've taken that four-year window, you've thrown it out the, literally out the window, and said, okay, I only have a year. We're going to do everything next year. It's next year or bust. And that's just – it's not – Logic. You it's see, John, John, le- John, let me say one thing. I, I hear you, and I think that's you, you lay it out in a, in a fairly, in a very, not fairly, in a very logical manner. I guess where I disagree is that I'm a little more open to finding the successor, if it is indeed Rodgers, in an unconventional spot. Jalen Hurts 
came out of nowhere. I know he was a great. Well, I shouldn't say no, he's a great yeah. college, but everybody knew him in college. Nobody, but, but nobody great. expected him to be a great pro. No, and he could have won the MVP if he didn't get hurt, and he and he really should have won the Super Bowl. He played fantastic. So this notion that it's Rodgers and it's ten years of hell, I don't subscribe to that. Because you believe in Zach. But right? no, no, even aside so, from but even if it's not Zach, it could be a middle round pick. The Jets could get Rodgers. Let me in ask a, you this. Yeah. So if you got let me ask you this. Good. What's the difference if you then take Carr? Carr is legitimately probably a three to four year window, right? I agree with Carr's that. Not yeah. gonna, Carr's not gonna Carr's not your ten year answer. So you could still do what you want to do with Carr and lengthen your window. Here's my thing. I just don't I, think do they'll win. Agree, but I don't do think I they'll agree. win. But I don't think they'll win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. That's I the difference. And I can argue that I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers either. Okay, but who's more likely? One guy's already done it. But you're going to. This is the same argument I have with you with the Knicks, and we've talked about this a while back, right? If you're taking one guy and expecting him to be the fix with three or four guys, right? This team still needs pieces, Tiki. You've said it repeatedly. Yep. There's a list. There's a list of core pieces that have to happen. That's right. If that offensive line is not fixed, first and foremost, if that offensive line is not fixed, and we already know with, 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 with Mr. Uh, 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 Louisville over there, that <laughs> Lamar, we have we haven't had any link of confidence that he's coming back except for the one post he had the other day yeah. where he looks like he lost some weight. But outside of that, you don't know that he's healthy. This, without an offensive line, no team, no team is going to win a Super Bowl. And we just saw that with, with, we just saw that with Philly and, and, and Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, both, of those, both of those teams have very good offensive lines. And, 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 exactly. Look at those offensive lines. Look at the stats. Look at the pressures. Look at everything against those two offensive lines. And that's why those two offensive lines were in the Super Bowl. And you can go year in and year out and look at every team. And, yes, the quarterback gets all the glitz and the glam and the glory and the MVPs. But without that offensive line, this team is going Nowhere. Good call, John. Nowhere. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate I think it. he also it is a good call. I think he also admits the fa- omits the fact, um, maybe conveniently, maybe not. I, don't, I, I think John's a, a, a good football guy, so maybe I'm sure he knows this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't fit his argument necessarily when you talk about the Eagles' offensive line. Uh, I know their defense got sliced up in the Super Bowl. They had 70 sacks. They had 15 picks. They have receivers that are studs. They got superstars everywhere. So yeah. it's not like they just have an offensive line and a bunch of nothing. True. Everything. If they had that offensive line with an inferior defensive line and or skill set re- receiver, they're not in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. And they, they got, I don't want to say they got lucky because they, they, they obviously had to get to where they had to get. They earned the number one seed, but their path was not arduous. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It was it was the New York Giants who were vastly inferior talent wise, as BT was just mentioning, and then the San Francisco 49ers who lost their quarterback on the first series of the of the of the game. So they weren't I don't want to say they weren't challenged because they obviously had to win the games, but they had an easy path to the Super Bowl. And then once they got there, Pat Mahomes in the second half carved them up because Jonathan Gannon didn't do anything as you saw some of their players start to put on social media. Didn't do anything to put them in position to make competitive plays. They just sat back and Patrick Mahomes carved them up. Look, it's very rare. And I'm look, I'm trying to think about this right now. Who has a 10-year quarterback? Right? It's it's Kansas City, probably Buffalo, probably Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yep. probably Jacksonville. 
the Chargers. D- Dak's already been there, what, five, six, seven yeah, years? Dak's but, been there but, a while. But is he, a, is, he a, is he your 10-year guy that's there? He might be by default, but yeah. I don't think the way you're describing it, what, you, what you're looking I mean, for. So may, maybe they're 10, mm-hmm. right? There's Herbert's going to be one of yep, those guys. So I, said, I said Herbert. Say Herbert a, I'm sorry. a third. Yeah. A third of NFL teams. Russ was one of those guys. He yep. had 10 years in Seattle. Again, but I'm st- still, you're probably just getting a 10. Mm-hmm. How many teams have that? It's, Not many. It, exactly. So it's really hard to find a 10-year quarterback. So, That's why I'm not looking. I'm looking for a two-year guy. And, and so, I'll take my and, and chances. Some, some, some Give me 20% ways, of 10 I'm years. making your argument for you. That's what I'm saying. But I'm also saying Derek Carr as a four-slash-five-year guy, because yep. it'll probably be a five-year deal, likely end at four unless he does great things. A four or five year guy is also not a bad option. In fact, to me, I think it's the best option for the New York Jets. I know it's not a bad option. Matter of fact, I'd say it's a good option. It just happens to be the second option for <laughs> me. That's what, listen, we're splitting hairs. I get it. Nobody's disparaging Derek Carr. Derek Carr could play. Anybody that's watched football, the red zone, and maybe more specifically knows what's not been around him. I mean, dysfunction, man. That organization was a disaster. The stadium, the, the, the market in Oakland was a mess. The stadium was decrepit. Then they moved. They had multiple GMs, multiple coaches, multiple coordinators. Yeah. Their draft stunk. Their was, division's good. It was I barely, mean, everything lined up against Carr. I'll give you that. And even in Vegas, it was barely home field because that was the yeah. trip every away team Well, the first make. year was COVID. Yeah, it's true. So it was no home field. Yeah, yeah. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The Boss. George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ten forty-five. Back on the fan. What's going on, everybody? It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. What's good? Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Do a little Knicks Nets later. Knicks are surging. Everybody's jumping on the Nick bandwagon now nationally. Everybody's showing the Nick love. We don't need you. You've been dumping on us for thirty years. Get lost. Uh, six straight for the Knicks. Eight of nine, which is nice. The uh, the Nets actually hung around with the Bucks for a good chunk of the game. And and really, the, the odd thing about the game last night, the Bucks and and the Nets that Milwaukee got the separation for the most part when Giannis was on the bench in the third quarter. Yeah, it's no, kind of odd. Right. It, well, maybe they got used to playing without him. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Just, I'm not diminishing Giannis at all because no. he's elite, and we talked about him yesterday a significant amount. But you know, for a few games there, Giannis wasn't available, mm-hmm. and they had found a functioning offense with Middleton, and obviously Drew Holiday has been amazing. Yeah, you know, defense both ends. Carter's been hitting forty percent from good. downtown, exactly. So yeah. maybe they just got a little bit more comfortable without him on the bench. Not that they don't need him, but they can play well and excel clearly without him. The Bucks are good. Garden should be hopping tonight, though. We'll do a little Knicks Nets later. Uh, by the way, we also just got word from the Yankees. We appreciate this. Clay Holmes will join us in uh, the twelve o'clock hour. He of the power sinker. And his role is going to be interesting. Listen, he's the closer, Mm -hmm. but it's an interesting interpretation. And we're going to talk to him about this, where Boone was asked about this the other day. Not the conventional sense where, and I like this, because Goose used to do it, some of these Mm -hmm. Bruce Suter. Like, if you have George Brett coming in the eighth inning with two guys on, bring in Goose. What are we waiting for? Yeah, exactly. And he's going to do that a little bit. And and Boone even said you might have a situation where it's Vlad and Bichette, um, you know, another thumper for Toronto in the eighth inning, and Holmes might come in there. So we'll talk Yankees with Clay Holmes a little later, and uh, Yankee tickets 12 o'clock hour as well. All right, question for you, T, before we get back to the phones here. Yes. You ready? Yep. So Woody Johnson, the only news about the meeting here with Derek Carr um, in the 
at the combine with the Jets contingent now is that Woody will be present. Okay. Okay. What is Woody's role here? Like, outside of cutting the check and giving Joe Douglas the okay, which he will eventually mm-hmm. to sign whomever for big money, um, what is – I don't know if I really want well, Woody Johnson involved in this. I mean, at the end of the day, the owner is is the franchise, right? It's it's his business. It's his – he's the CEO, so to speak, of the organization. And I think from a, a – a, 10,000, 30,000 foot, however you want to, whatever metaphor you want to use, level, it's good to have that kind of interaction with an owner simply so that you you, you feel it, like you know. It's not just like you're, you're working for a boss who's who's reporting to someone above him and you have no interaction with who that someone is. Mm-hmm. And so I, especially for a quarterback and especially for a Derek Carr who likely will be here for more than two years, you, you kind of need a comfort with the whole organization, not just the immediate interaction that you're going to have, head coach, general manager, position coaches, players, et cetera. You, you, you need the big picture. And I don't mind this, actually. I think it's I think it's it's good for the Jets that Woody has a role like this mm. where he's talking about the organization. Like, this is what our plans are. This is, what we, this is how we see you fitting in, not just on the field, but in Florham Park, like what, we, what we're all about. It's it's part of the sell. I think you have to do it. Okay, here's why I don't like it. Um, I'm not saying he's gonna abso- is gonna absolutely sabotage this. I'm, I'm not saying that, and I'm not trying to unfairly clown Woody Johnson. But the only thing that makes me a little nervous about this gives me a little pause from it, with him being there. Is you know, it, it, let's not be naive. They're to- Aaron Rodgers' names comes it comes up. Mm-hmm. It came up at lunch in Summit. It's gonna come up again in Indianapolis. It's gonna come up. Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. Everybody knows. So when it comes up, and Derek Carr communicates to them whatever he communicates to them. My fear is is that Woody's desperation to land a big-time quarterback um, might 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 lead to an unraveling of the Jets' timeline with Joe Douglas. If Woody Johnson hears something from Derek Carr and Woody starts to get nervous and he's saying, I'm sorry, I might wind up with nobody here, does Woody Johnson intervene to the point where he almost, you know, supersedes what the Jets brass, the football people, to try to do. That worries me. I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, it's Woody's team. I understand that. But Woody Woody, has not shown that he's a good owner. If Woody determines – that's neither here nor there. But if Woody determines that the right brand to borrow for his organization is Derek Carr, who is is a great dude. He's a great person. Derek Carr is. There's none of there's no nonsense with him. He comes in, he works his butt off, he's a great teammate, he's passionate about it. If that appeals to the owner of the team, it's got to have weight regardless of what Joe Douglas or the scouts or the football people believe is the best fit to help this team win. I hear you. Concerns me a little bit though. 877-337-6666. Let's go to uh Ralph, who's in Flanders, New Jersey. I don't know if that's near Flanders Valley Golf Course. I think I hacked that up at some point. What's <laughs> happening, Ralphie? How are you? What's up, Ralph? Good, good. Good morning. First time call. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. Nice. Uh, hey, yeah, really, BT. I, I love your passion, and I, I'm a Raiders fan, so I really don't have a, a you know a horse in this race. But I swear, I'd give my left foot if I had the Jets team in Raiders uniforms this year. Because just like uh, Tiki just said, what Derek Carr brings is the uh, intangible assets of leadership, stability, 
uh, being a great teammate. And he's going to be able to teach the younger quarterback, Zach, you know, what it is to be the work ethic that's required and the mentality that's required. Yeah, the only be- thing, the only thing, Ralph, is I think if they bring in Derek Carr, Zach's future is, is yep. not here. I it's agree. not it's not in New York because it, it, yeah. it, it, it just won't make sense contract wise because you're not going to he's not going to play next year, his third year. He's not going to play his fourth year. You're not going to pick up the fifth year option. So the best bet is to go try to get something for Zach Wilson, and I'm not sure what his trade value is. To be honest with you, oh, it's next to it's nothing minimal. right now. It's maybe a sixth right round now. pick, maybe it's minimal yeah. right now. Yeah, that's true. But I, but I, I think Aaron Rodgers is just another pipe dream. It's just, it's, it's. You know, I, I feel bad because the Jets are almost like uh, that guy who's on uh, always getting the next diet plan. You know, and then when that <laughs> fails, they jump to the next one. The quick fix. He's, the guy- he's trying to launch a business, and and the business fails, and he's on to the next thing. He's on to the next great plan, the next concoction, the next invention. <laughs> hey, it's not fun, Ralph. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not fun. Yeah. I think I think Derek Carr brings some stability, and at least you'll have a couple of years of success where the game's exciting. You're happy to be a Jets fan. Yep. And, and you can wear your Jets hat in public. No, I always wear it in public. You know, listen, that's part of being a fan. And by the way, Ralph, it's not like you're a Patriots fan, dude. You're a Raiders fan. <laughs> you know, like you're talking to the top of the championship mountain. <laughs> you know, well, you know, listen, Jet fans, you've had it. You've had it rough. You guys, you guys have had it awful. I appreciate your love for Carr, your respect, and I respect him as well. He's just playing two for me. That's it. That's the only place we differ. Joe's in Bay Ridge. What's happening, Joe? Hey, guys. VT, I'm right with you. Uh, Joe, we got to break it up. Yeah, try to get back to us, Joe. I wanted to hear what you had to say there. How about Danny in Saratoga? What's up, Dan? Good morning, gentlemen. BT. Yes. I believe Douglas should have been asked this question yesterday, but since you're on the same page as him, I'll ask it, and then I got a quick ride. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to him. Yes, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I will. How can you be so confident in saying Zach hasn't gotten to his point when he missed so many 10-yard easy passes? It's like you're starting from going to be starting from scratch with the kid. Yeah. I and think, I think yeah. this is a serious problem. It could be. Oh, I'm not saying that he's absolutely rehabable. I'm not saying that. Uh I'm just a little less willing to throw him on the on the trash heap. I think he's got some talent. He's got a loose arm. He's got quick feet. Um, and, I, and I see a little something there. He's got a hardest hit. He's a complete mess. Mm-hmm. He's a mechanical disaster. And he is not exactly. compo- I, I get you. And he's not comported himself like a pro. He's shown no leadership and, or ownership uh, of his failures. It, it, big problem. I just have a, a, quick- a speck of faith that he can get right. That's yeah. it. I got a quick Rogers take. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I believe one of the problems with nothing, no news coming, I think he wants to stay in the NFC because I don't think he wants to go to the AFC and potentially be the fourth-best quarterback in that conference. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, I think he's holding out. He's screaming, you want to back Jordan Love? Okay, I want to stay in the NFC. possible. Yeah. Possible. I mean, he doesn't have control over that. That's obviously the Green Bay Packers' decision. Uh, who they're going to ultimately do business with, but if they want anything back, they have to they have to start expanding because it sounds like, at least according to Peter King, it's 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 shrinking the number of teams that actually want Aaron Rodgers. By the way, Josh Rosen, similar type of situation, even though it was after one year, not two seasons, it was traded to the Miami Dolphins for a fifth rounder and a second rounder. Okay, so an immediate second rounder 
that same year he was traded and a fifth rounder the following year. And I think Josh was 10th overall. Was it number 10? Does that sound yeah, right? I think it was 9 or right. 10. Uh, yeah, that was drafted 10th round, oh, uh, 10th overall in the first round. All right, so eight slots lower. Um, the one thing in Rosen's, I guess, in, in his advantage, Rosen, really advantage Cardinals, and what they can ask is that there was a year more of intrigue. When you have one bad year, it's like, okay. When you have two, mm-hmm. it's a little more cemented in the minds of some that you ain't it. Yeah, and it was easily chalked up to circumstances because mm-hmm. they Steve Wilkes, they hired and fired in basically eight months. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Uh, by the way, did the, did the Giants just officially commit to Daniel Jones? Kind of sounds that way at the Combine. we got to get to that coming up, which we will. 877-337-6666. Take you and Tierney on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.